welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about everyday elder care, the things you can do now. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? I'm great, I'm back home after nine days of helping my elderly father and I am recovering from that. Yeah, that was a lot of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but I was um, buoyed by the fact that I actually got everything done that I set out to do, which feels like a minor miracle. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. You got so much done. That's got to feel really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, And I'm glad all of this is really fresh in your memory so that you can help impart your wisdom to our <laughs> or my experience, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, well, we learned a thing or two. Yes, and you, of course, have been through all of this yourself, so you have a yes. lot of wisdom to share as well. Yeah, we we figured, given what we've both been through, there are probably a few things in there that might be helpful to people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, so. You started um, helping out your dad a while ago, didn't you? Yeah, my mother passed seven years ago, and at that time he was her caregiver. So I, he was pretty active, and he was um, was seven years ago was eighty five, and mm-hmm. pretty er, yeah, pretty active and uh, could take care of himself. He was taking care of somebody else, um, but he was lonely. So I was helping him. Um, you know, just trying to call a lot and so forth. And then he had a health crisis the night you got married. <laughs> right. Right. So that was five years ago? Yes. Yeah. And uh, after that, I started calling him every day. And that really drew us, brought us closer together. Um, and then in that time, I've watched his memory, I've experienced his memory getting worse and worse. Um, so it's been a little bit of a journey, and it's um, one that I... Uh, wouldn't trade for anything, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting. That was one of the things that I've thought about with my mom is um, as difficult as the time was after you know moving her into assisted living, the experience that we got to have together, like that the time I got to have with her during that period was so great. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was hard, but it was also really really wonderful to have that time. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And it's, it's, I think if, if I'm grateful that I can recognize it while I'm in the midst of it, because um, sometimes it's easier to recognize later on, right? But if yeah. we pay attention to it, and I'm very lucky because my dad happens to have just a really sweet and sunny personality. He's definitely a glass half full kind of guy. And yes. his memory loss hasn't, or his dementia hasn't made him grumpy grumpy or anything so while he was resisting moving he kept thinking it had been canceled (laughs) he kept insisting it had been canceled Uh, once we actually moved him from that day forward that was 
just a week ago, 10 days ago, he, um, he's been really upbeat, which, you know, gosh, doesn't that make it easier? But now he doesn't remember I was there to help him. He said, gosh, I wish you could see my apartment. It's really nice. (laughs) Tell me about it, dad. (laughs) So he described each and every bit of it to me today, (laughs) which is really sweet. I mean, at least he's not complaining, right? That is really sweet. And that's a really important thing that you just, um, shared right there is in just instead of trying to correct him Mm -hmm. just you know letting him have the experience the understanding that he's having there's no reason why you need to try to get him to understand that you were there right except i want full credit well i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i mean you have full credit with all of us (laughs) oh thank you uh yeah yeah so it is an interesting thing and and as you well know, it's, 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 it's interesting how it sort of can evolve, um, from, you know, gosh, 20 years ago, I called them my parents every month or something terrible right. like that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to figuring out that a, a larger role would be helpful and is yes. perhaps necessary and hopefully wanted by all parties. Yeah. Well, and we touched on in the, in the last episode, the prioritizing self care that, that, you instituting the calling your dad every day and you call him at the same time every day, um, that that actually you realized was sort of self-care for you because you were then not worrying about him. You knew you mm-hmm. would touch base with him every day and and that gave you some peace of mind. Right. Yeah, it's true. And it's so funny because yesterday, was it, or Saturday? Saturday. I called him two hours early. I forgot the time. Who my my brother Larry? I got the time zones mixed up. <laughs> called him at four forty my time instead of four forty his time. He's in the Pacific time zone, and I woke him up from a nap. Oh no! <laughs> it's like, geez, I felt so bad. And that just shows you what a shakeup in your routine can do, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it definitely is helpful to me to know he's okay. That makes all the difference. And thankfully, he's usually almost always okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but if he's not okay, I want to know about it, right? right. So, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's and it's interesting now that I feel like he's so much more safe. I actually, it's only been a few days since I've been home, but I'm enjoying, I mean, anticipating calling him with more joy or more eagerness because I kind of want to hear what he has to say today instead of worried that I'm just going to hear evidence that he needs to move and then I have to figure out how to do that. Right. Now I'm past, I'm over that giant wall and that's huge. Yes. Yeah. That's, that makes um, such a difference. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that's a lot of what um, I think of with everyday elder care is like, how can you give your elders and yourself more peace of mind? Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the first things I did with my mom was um, got on all of her bank accounts and got all of her passwords and login information and and got everything set up so that um, I could s- handle that stuff if she couldn't or didn't want to. Right. And of course, probably the first thing you did was get her power of attorney, right? Um, that came a little bit later. Oh, later. But... Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that power of attorney is so important. Um, yeah. And 
I found, I now, you know, when Walla Walla, I was carrying it around with me, the original, <laughs> because it was needed so much. But yes, being on my dad, I, I, I got on my dad's bank account in YNAB, I put him on YNAB um, a year ago. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, if I hadn't done that, it would be very different right now. And so it gives me such peace of mind to, you know, so I check his accounts every single day because I enjoy it. And um, I can just keep reassuring, <laughs> yeah, keep reassuring him that he can afford to live where he's living. And, um, and I can say it with utter honesty, right? Mm-hmm. So that is really great. And um, I also, in the power of attorney for my aunt, his sister, his older sister. And so I check her accounts every day too. And, you know, with her, I didn't, I didn't um, start doing that until after I didn't have as much base knowledge. That's what I'm trying to say, right. I guess, and nor ability to get it. And so I, things just kept coming up. Like she had a subscription to American Greetings that came out of a PayPal account that I didn't know about. You know, this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, and so if I had known this was coming, it would have been probably better if I had uh, gotten onto her accounts earlier. So it definitely is a good idea to get onto those accounts. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I imagine that some folks might be resistant to that. And, um, and I think just framing it as a backup plan might be a way to approach it that would um, help people feel more comfortable with it. Right. I think, you know, every, all of our elder folks are different from one another. And like, I'm lucky because my dad welcomed the help. Um, he just, he loved that he didn't have to, he doesn't care about money anyway. So he just like, he, he loved it. My aunt, I said, may I go on your accounts? And she said, no, that takes away some of my independence. And I said, yeah, but I can make sure you're not scammed. And she's like, oh, okay. And then within, <laughs> within, weeks her alzheimer's had progressed so much that uh she wouldn't have been able to answer that question uh that like that you know it right. turned, worked out well um but uh yeah if you have a parent who is resistant i think that's a really good approach like just in case and then when that just in case time comes you're you're set um yeah yeah because you know things can happen like with my mom I had gotten on all of her accounts and things and I was sort of keeping an eye on stuff, but I wasn't paying the bills or anything. Mm-hmm. I was making sure the bills were getting paid, right? Um, but I wasn't paying them. And then she had an accident and went into the hospital and never went home again. And mm-hmm. so I was so grateful that I already had that set up. And like, I knew her email logins and I knew her, um, all of her bank logins and I, and I had everything already. It just made it so much easier to manage. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's like the biggest piece of advice I could give anybody is if you're in the position where you think you're going to be taking that stuff over, if something should happen, Mm -hmm. as you said, start now. Right. And and help them and help yourself get familiar with, because having had one year's worth of accounts now is really helping me now that he's moved. He happened to move just almost exactly a year after I took over his finances. So mm-hmm. there's no annual bills that are taking me by surprise. I, I hope, right. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine you would 
it's it's fun like expenses go way down when yeah. you move into assisted living. Oh yeah, I was just doing the calculation. I think after his his condo is sold, it went on the market today. Um, he will save about twenty five hundred dollars a month. Wow. Yeah, that would shocked me. Um, That's great. But that also we sold his car. So there were some expenses associated with that that he'll right. be saving. Yeah. Right. But I think that the thing to keep in mind with this idea of sort of everyday elder care is, you know, how can you keep the elders in your life safe? How can you be ready to manage something should a crisis come up? How can you help them continue to feel independent? Because sometimes a little help is what will allow them to rem- remain more independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how and just open communication, right? I feel, right. I mean, to the extent that that's possible, sometimes with dementia, that's harder because the conversations aren't remembered. But mm-hmm. it's important to me to ask my dad if everything and get his agreement before I do anything. So far, I've been able to do that. I understand that's not always the case. I, um, even right. I mean, he was the one who agreed to move to assisted living, even though he kept forgetting and being surprised every time I told him he was moving. <laughs> uh, but, um, and, and then he was resisting and I would just, he said, why am I doing that? It's like, well, because you agreed to do it. You said you wanted to. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, that kind of, that communication and it just um, it, it 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 in my experience really deepens has deepened my relationship with my father, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. Um, I'm trying to think: are there any other things that you did, just sort of everyday things that you did that felt sort of prepared you for this bigger transition or? Um, or things that you wished you would have done? Well, um, uh, the one, one thing that I did, I mean, we haven't made the big transition yet, but one thing I did with my folks back in 2008 was go through all their wishes about funerals and obituaries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then after my mom died, it was so helpful. And now after he, my dad dies, it'll be on me. When, when my mom died, my dad was the primary decider. Right. Um, but having had all that written down, now that he's not really probably able to make those decisions, mm-hmm. that 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 couple hours that we spent 14 years ago was priceless. So I would say having those discussions while your elder is capable of having them um, is really helpful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and it, and it, reminds me be really useful for my husband and I to start making some of these decisions and writing them down. Yes, 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 yes. I just spoke to somebody the other day, another organizer who said, well, who's your POA? What are you going to do if when, when you get old, if your husband dies first? I'm like, ah, don't ask me that right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and then of course I've been, I just read a blog post today that whose title was weed your files. Cause I had to go through all this paper that had been my aunt's. She's yeah. now in a, a skilled nursing facility and I had all her stuff taken to my dad's condo when, when we sold her house. So I thought I would be going through that just on a normal visit, but I had to do it on this 
compressed visit. So I had all her papers and then all my dad's papers in his file oh cabinet. His papers are fairly lean, but there was one box I didn't know about <laughs> of old bank oh. statements and stuff. Anyway, it's just such a burden, right? To have to go through yeah. them and make sure that you destroy them properly. Um, and so I told myself, and I put it in my blog post, that this weekend, or before the end of the month, I'm going to weed out my files and I'm going to try to keep them lean because nobody wants to go through that. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go through it right now. Right. Why would I think anyone else would be more interested in going through it at a later point? Yes. Even me, who's like <laughs> Miss Nosy Kathy or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I love opening other people's mail and I get to do it professionally. But that I wasn't even interested in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing was, the one thing that made me kind of sad was um, I had no idea that my parents basement they live in condo they have a basement storage room that i spent very little time in they had boxes upon boxes of old family photos that i didn't know about and so i would have loved to have gone through through those with my mom when she was uh, she had parkinson's so she wasn't very mobile so it would have been a really nice i mean i went through whatever pictures we had but there weren't that many and now Mm -hmm. i have uh seven boxes of pictures (laughs) and documents heading my way between my aunt's stuff and my aunt loved pictures and she was she also liked family history so she had some great stuff for me in my genealogy journey but i'm i'm trying i've been thinking about instead of coming up when i'm trying to go to sleep at night i've been thinking about how am i going what will be a good strategy for going through those boxes (laughs) i don't oh my gosh yeah so i'm um, working on that in my brain because they'll they should arrive at the end of the week (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i figure i'll get a few blog posts out of that anyway yeah i bet Um, but but you know, weeding out your photos or talking to your elders, going, asking them if they have family photos that maybe you could go through together might be enjoyable. Yeah, it's such a great idea, um, you know, to, to, to recognize that you don't have forever and um, that people's memories don't tend to get better with age. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Don't we know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, talking about, I so wish I was doing genealogy when my parents were younger so that I could have asked them a lot of the questions that they couldn't answer by the time I started doing genealogy. Right, yeah. right. Well, and I think that there's so many ways that perfectionism can sneak into this and in thinking that, you know, there's there's the best way to do it or the right way to do it. And I think just getting started and... Um, sort of figuring out what works for you and your relatives or, you know, the, the older folks in your life who you, who you're um, wanting to help. Right. Don't put off starting because you haven't found the best way to do it. Cause any effort you make is probably better than no effort. And, yes. uh, and I would imagine I, my family situation is such that I was the obvious choice <laughs> to do this <laughs> in my family, but among my siblings because of personality and, uh, geography, but uh, I figure making these decisions about who is actually going to take this role if you're in a, a, a if you have siblings right. is is an important thing to think about earlier rather than later. Yes, yeah. I've been watching This Is Us. Oh my God, Shannon, have you been watching it? I haven't been watching the um, oh, season. Season. It's killing me. It's excellent. It's just excellent, and the finale is airing on tomorrow which is the 24th of may um but there have been all there's there's all this stuff that comes up in the season the end of this season it's so good you gotta watch it 
Okay. I can't stop thinking about it. I started listening to a podcast about it. <laughs> and you did text me several times about it this weekend. Yeah, I watched, I binged it. I binged like 10 episodes this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I promise I'll catch up. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you'll see because the mother gets old and in the, the end of the season, you'll see that this, these things come up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Great. Well, we would like to hear from you, our listeners. Um, how are you helping the elders in your life? And um, what sorts of things feel important to you about this? You can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment. Or you can give us a call at 413-424-GTGE4843 and leave a message. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Now all I want to do is go watch This Is Us. I think you owe it to yourself. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.